Hey, hey, in this episode, we are going to chat about hair, hair, not hair. We're going to chat about how and where to find bargains without compromising on your dream home vision. And that just sounds amazing to me. So getting the beautiful home that you've been dreaming of just the way that you want it, but, um, you know, it not breaking the bank, getting to save a bit of money as well. And to take me through this topic, because I'm definitely not an expert at finding bargains, <laughs> I love a good bargain though, is Jody from Love of Home. Now, I will let you know if you're listening to this podcast in real time just after it's been published, it is now August 2020. I live in Melbourne, so we're right in the midst of stage four COVID-19 restrictions. We're not allowed out of, out of our houses, really, very much at all. Um, but we recorded this episode live back in 2019. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that I'm I'm working my way through a backlog of episodes right now. I'm getting there. I'm almost there. <laughs> so this was back in the good old days when people could meet in person. Uh, so Jody and I recorded this episode. We broadcast it live actually on um, 98.7 RPPFM. So that's just my little sort of disclaimer as to why two people are in a room together that don't live in the same house. Anyway, that's enough of an intro. Let's get stuck into the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of home and property inspiration bringing you clever tips and advice from the very best experts and real-life reno stories with your host, Joe Violetta. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. I'm your host, Joe Violetta, and today we are talking about how to find bargains without compromising your dream home vision with Jodie Barker from Love of Home. Now, let me tell you about Jodie. Jodie lives in Southwest Victoria. So to put that in perspective for people that don't live in Victoria, we're in Southeast Victoria. And she recently located from the stunning Dandenong Ranges. Gorgeous. This is her country adventure. She's currently living in and renovating a 1904 Federation home. Gorgeous. I've well, I've spoken to Jody via video link, so I've had some peaks <laughs> at that home, and it is beautiful. So, yep, she's living the real-life Renault life right now. I'm sure many of you can relate to it. Jody is an interior decorator and window furnishing specialist. I haven't had a window furnishing specialist on the show before. With more than 30 years' experience, Jody has been a three-time exhibitor at National Trust Home Shows and decorator of some beautiful period homes in Melbourne. Jody has renovated three homes from dump status to beautiful homes to live in. There is a huge difference between renovating to sell and renovating to live in, and Jody has renovated to live in each time using her renowned talent for bargain shopping. And that's something that that we've discovered over the last few seasons of the show is that there is a big difference between renovating and styling a home to sell and to live in. Jody, so she renovated her homes to live in using her bargain shopping DIY skills and decorators experience to create homes that look beautiful but are affordable and within budget. Talk of my language. So we're talking about <laughs> bargains tonight, but what types of dream home projects are we talking about? So what type 
types of dream home projects can you find bargains for? I would say anything you can think of, whether it's inside, um, whether it's a full renovation, whether it's a one-room renovation, whether it's um, a garden. And I can give you some really hot tips on doing a garden on a budget. Oh, I love that. Um, Some of them may not be... Mm, all right we'll, we'll talk about that um <laughs> <laughs> styling doing up your bathroom and bathrooms are very very expensive but um, it is possible to do them beautifully and affordably um doing a kitchen i mean doing a kitchen's a huge expensive job but it is possible to do it yeah so anything you can imagine it's possible to do affordably Love it. I don't so, want to say cheaply, it's affordably. Oh, I like that distinction yeah. between cheaply and affordably because mm. we still want quality. Well, you want it to look good. You yeah. want it to last and you want it to go together. Um, a lot of cheap things don't go together because they're cheap. They're ends of runs or whatever and, you know, you might end up with your green 70s tile with your <laughs> your beautiful 1920s frieze or something and you definitely don't want that so affordably not cheap where are the best places to find bargains well my favorite place is a facebook marketplace now the way that i did the house that i'm doing now so my house was built in 1904 it was built as a, um, a, a was built as a home for returned soldiers from the Boer War. So I'm, I live in Hamilton, which is one hour inland from Warrnambool, and there were quite a few houses built for returned soldiers. So my house is one of those houses. It's very high ceilings. Um, it's got beautiful. Um, fascias and freezers out the front it's a lovely house um, but when I bought it it was quite run down and needed a full makeover so with that house in particular it was a challenge to do it cheaply number one because of where it is so small country town well Hamilton's not that small but it's not Melbourne (laughs) which is it's hard to find materials there we're getting Bunnings we're getting Bunnings in soon soon they say it's before Christmas but they won't give us a date but the problem is that you don't have the materials there so every single thing just about every single thing I had to take there myself but because I knew where to get so for instance um, tiles for my um, my laundry and my pantry floor. I've got beautiful thick black slate tiles, which I got from Johnson Tiles in Bayswater. So I did what I did to start with, and I'm probably doing this in a roundabout way. So what I did to start with was I knew exactly what I wanted each room to look like at the end. And I then went about finding where I was going to find all these bits and pieces. So I didn't just say, I'm going to renovate my bathroom, I'm going to renovate my kitchen, I'm going to renovate my laundry, and then go, all right, just whatever I can get. I knew exactly what I wanted. You planned out the entire house at the start. At the start. Not room by room. Like, so you didn't go room, 
plan one room, don't think about the others, renovate, no, but you actually planned I out. I planned it the, the Ooh, whole like house. Yeah. So the house has got um, lounge room, dining room and two bedrooms, kitchen. Um, it has a pantry now. It has a walk-in pantry now. The pantry room that I have now was the original bathroom from the house. So it was very, very tiny. I think it's about 1.3 by maybe 90 centimetres wide. It's really not a big space. Um, I can't imagine having that as a bathroom. But I planned out every single room. So I knew roughly what um, I was going to need to start with. So for my bathroom, I wanted a pattern tile on the floor. I wanted a heritage look pattern tiled. What I wanted to achieve um, was a house that was sympathetic to the the era of the house. I didn't want it to be exact to the era. Let me just rephrase that a little bit, I think. Sorry. So a house that... that respected respected its origins exactly without having to be a purist about getting exactly that's exactly as it would have been back then in 1904 houses were very dark yeah so even though my house has its original windows the house itself would have been dark because the colors that were used were dark dark paint right through the walls still still a little bit in that victorian era where everything was in that arsenic green which would kill you (laughs) Um, but I wanted to be light and bright so that was the one thing that I was really quite firm about is to paint the walls in a light color which is not like me because Mm -hmm. I would normally go for a dark color Um, I love I love using colors in my last house I had a bright red wall wow and just inside my front door but yeah it was Choosing the colours, um, I've got Baltic pine floorboards, so the original floorboards, um, you know, having those sanded back. Um, yeah, so back to the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry, I can go all over the house because I'm actually visualising the house while I'm talking about it. Um, I wanted a pattern tile on the floor. So I wanted a, um, a tile that was white with some sort of a design through it but I didn't want to go for the heavy traditional tiles so I had that in mind on the wall in the bathroom I really wanted to have a handmade brick tile and I really wanted a navy wall so that's that was what I did was these these are the things that I want for that room and now what I need to find so I scoured Marketplace, Gumtree, eBay to find the tiles. And I actually found exactly the tiles that I no. wanted. Wow. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I'd seen at uh, Beaumont Tiles a floor tile, which is a hexagonal tile, white tile with a grey design on it. It's a patchwork tile. So there's, I think there's six tiles in the set and... Then I saw these ones on Marketplace. They're not Beaumont tiles. There's one tile that is different from what Beaumont have got. And I could not believe that there was two boxes too many for what I needed, (laughs) which was perfect because you always need to overestimate. Um, So I drove, I drove from, where was I? So I was Bronia at my parents' house where I was staying. 
And I drove out to, oh, God, where was it? It was out near, out past Diamond Creek, somewhere out there, out that way. Picked up these tiles, brought them home. Wall tiles. So then I was on my search for the handmade wall tiles. <laughs> found, I think I found about 16 metres of wow. brand new wall tiles. If you look, you'll find them. If you look, and you'll you have find to them. Be patient. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, "All right, I need them this weekend. I'm going to go and find them." You have to have a plan, and then start looking, and spend out. And it does take hours, but in the end, you get exactly what you want. So, um, what I also wanted in my bathroom was a clawfoot bath, freestanding pedestal basin, and I had to have a corner shower. There was no, the shower was, the room's not huge and it's oddly proportioned. So I had to have a corner shower. So the corner shower is not, not my ideal shower, mm-hmm. but it's not ugly. <laughs> and that one came from eBay. Um, with, the, with the shower, <laughs> I had my builder, my builder actually found the shower for me on eBay. And then he was, he's a Hamilton local and he was working in Melbourne at Seaford, actually. Oh, okay. And it's my neighbourhood. Yeah. And he <laughs> said, I'll go and pick it up for you. So he went and picked this shower up from Dandy Nong and brought it back. <laughs> so it's been it's been quite a, a journey. So it was all those bits and pieces that I wanted to have. The bath I got from Early Settler. Okay. So I waited until they have sales. So uh, that's another thing that you need to keep your eye out for is that places like um, Early Settler will have big sales but they have the same sales over and over again never ever pay full price in any of those shops and if you go everyone from early seller everyone working at early seller is like be quiet (laughs) but the other thing with early settler is that if you go into their stores and you need to be prepared to go to a few different stores because every early settler store has a section where they have their seconds or their old stock and it can be half price wow yeah so you just need to um be prepared to shop around and always have space in your car because you never know (laughs) or always have a backup plan always know how you're going to get that stuff home right and you know even if you can't get it home on the day speak to the staff in the store and say if i pay for it now um can i leave it you know until next weekend or something but don't say to them um, i want it but i'm not coming back until next week because it will be gone and they're not going to hold it for you right if they've got second stuff they want it gone so you'd have to say i'll pay for it now i'll pay for it now and then i'll come yeah i'll come back and get it because they've got their money Mm -hmm. but they're also going to want to get rid of it you know they're not going to want to hang on to it forever and if you're looking at second stock give me a better price no, it's four hundred and ninety nine, but will you take three hundred and ninety nine? Because they want to get rid of it they, anyway. They don't want it. Yeah, I saw a um, absolutely beautiful couch, an early settler couch. Early settler is one of my favourite shops. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> but the Lizette, the navy couch is, I just love it. The velvet's so soft. <laughs> but they had one in the, um, I think it was the Nana Wadding store. No feet. And I was, I actually saw this couch thinking, I don't want the feet anyway. I don't like the feet that are on it. I want to put a different shaped foot. And they had it marked down to 
400 and the lady said, oh, you can have it for 299 But I didn't buy it because I couldn't take it. I actually went out to my car and I measured my car and I'm thinking, I could get it in there. (laughs) I would have no hope of getting it out on my own. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to see anything. (laughs) But I could fit it in. (laughs) But no, I didn't. But it's that sort of thing that you need to, you know, speak to the staff in the the shops, in any shop. And, you know, it doesn't have to be early settler. So um, with the bathroom, I got... The bath on sale. The pedestal basin is an early settler pedestal basin, but I bought it for $50 on Marketplace. Wow. Brand new. I just had to drive to Geelong to pick it up. Worth it. (laughs) It's worth it. It is worth it. If you factor in, um, you know, the fuel costs, but also the time that it's going to take you, but what else can you get on the way? So once you start looking at there's a pedestal basin in Geelong for $50. That's exactly what I want. Now, when I look at my eBay search or my Gumtree or Marketplace search, I'm going to look in that area for what else I can find. So I got my pedestal basin in Geelong. I got my wall tiles in Geelong, all in the same trip. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so the wall tiles I got were $1,500 worth of tiles. I paid 300 Brand new, inboxes, exactly what I wanted. That is mind-blowing. So I actually added up what my bathroom cost for the materials. So that's for the paint, uh, the basin, the bath, the shower, toilet. So the toilet, I really wanted a colonial toilet, Horsham, which is probably not anywhere near here, but (laughs) 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 a bit of a drive. But uh, I paid to... Yeah, I paid $200 for the toilet and it was a $600 toilet. Easy done. Wow. So I think I added up that the bathroom materials cost around about $2,000. Yep. (laughs) $2,000 for bathroom materials. How much do you think it would have cost if you paid full price for those things? If I paid full price, it probably probably would have cost me about $12,000, $15,000. I believe that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's a huge difference. That's significant. Yeah. Then you, what can you do yourself as far as trades work goes? One thing I would never, ever skimp on is qualified trades for your plumbing or your electrical. And even um, tiling is important too to get the right, to get the right tiler because once your waterproofing's done, you don't want to find that the tiles that you put down are not put down evenly and then they crack. Okay. So, yeah, I've, I've had a little bit of movement in my bathroom, which isn't anyone's fault other than Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that's happened in the last 12 months that we had a little bit of an incident where the, the shower base dropped and then there was panic. Oh, my God, is the whole bathroom floor going to drop gosh. down? <laughs> but that's all fixed. Um, my kitchen, my kitchen would probably, if I had have paid retail for it, I reckon you could probably easily say about thirty-five thousand. Uh, the kitchens cost me about ten. The difference with the kitchen, what it cost me, is that I have very, very good friends who are cabinet makers, <laughs> so they did help me out with that. But even aside from that, my ninety millimeter oven, black oven, eBay. It's a place in Roval. Um, found them on eBay. They actually delivered for free. Amazing. So that was, how am I going to get this there? And they said, no, no, free. Free delivery anywhere in Victoria. I went, oh, what else can I have? 
Like anywhere? Anywhere, anywhere in Victoria, <laughs> yeah. My bench tops, I have got smart stone bench tops. And it actually wouldn't have mattered if I went for smart stone or Caesar stone. Um, I went straight to the stonemason. So I went straight to the local stonemason and um, gave them my measurements and they made it, they actually installed it for me on a Saturday afternoon. So the stone, the bench tops cost two and a half thousand, whereas all the other quotes that I had were around about four and a half, five thousand. That's a massive so saving. It's a huge saving. So huge going straight saving. to the yeah. stonemason. Straight, go straight to the source, and it's gonna be for anything. Well, for anything in life. Anything, exactly. Yeah, mo- well, they're most all things. out to make money. Not home loans. And then go not- through mortgage broker. <laughs> yeah, go through. <laughs> Home loans be very different. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all out to make money. Mm. They're all in it for the same reason that we're all in business. And they don't necessarily care where that money's coming from. So there's no harm in asking. Yeah. No well, harm yeah. in asking. It yeah. can't hurt. So we've got your online, your marketplace, Gumtree, eBay, retailers like early settlers, watch out for those sales and go to the back of their store and look for their seconds. Yes section you might need to drive around a few going directly to the source have we got anywhere else we can find bargains um one of my favorite places for timber bargains is the kilsyth bargain center which is in kilsyth <laughs> where whereabouts is kill i'm just trying to is it northeast uh, south lilydale lilydale yeah so it's, it's, it's just before south, lilydale it's east it's it's east it's outer east okay yeah yeah, yeah. It's worth the drive wherever you it's are, though. It's definitely worth Victoria. the drive. If you're looking for timber, um, and I was just in there a few weeks ago, and they have got a lot of tiles at the moment. They buy um, they buy second stock, so I would always go in there and choose my own timber. I would very rarely ring them up and say I want ten meters of you know whatever. Um, I would go in there and choose the exact lengths of timber that I want. And they will deliver. I'm presuming they would deliver out this way as well. Because sometimes their timber is knotty or it's not quite straight. So it's always better to to go in there and actually choose your pieces. But the prices (laughs) are just, you know, say $1.30, per metre of of floorboards. Wow. Yeah, it's not. It's not expensive stuff. Um, yeah, you do need you do need to look what they've got at the moment. I know they've got heaps of tiles. Um, yeah, they've got they have just moved, so they don't have quite as much junk as what they okay. used to have, which yeah. is a good thing. So they they just took the good stuff. Yeah, they did yeah. take the good stuff. It's although some of their junk was actually usable. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I've bought a lot of stuff there yeah. over the years. I think I've kept them in business. So that's Kilsyth. Kilsyth Bargain Centre. Kilsyth yeah. Bargain Centre. We're not affiliated with them or anything, but that's a good place to go find yeah. bargains. How do we know that we're onto a bargain? Because some, well, the reason I'm asking this question, right, is going slightly off court track, okay. but I'm, there's a there's a purpose to this story. I really like shopping at Aldi for my groceries, yeah. But what I find sometimes with Aldi, (laughs) and I love Aldi, but I'll go to Aldi and I'll buy things and I'll think I'm getting a bargain because it's from Aldi. And then I'll go to Coles to pick up, because Aldi never has everything that I need. Then I'll go to Coles to pick up the extra few things. 
And I'll notice that several of the items that I bought at Aldi that I thought were cheaper because they're from Aldi are like 30% cheaper at Coles for it example so how do you or, or when I go to Costco <laughs> I think I'm on <laughs> to bar- a bigger trap <laughs> yeah that's a huge trap I think I'm onto a bargain there but if you don't familiarize yourself with the the prices at the, the other places then you might not be onto a bargain so very long way to ask the question how do you actually you know that hit you're on the hit the hit nail on head okay with you've got to know the prices yeah so that's why you have your plan you have your list of exactly what you're going to need to finish that room or to finish that house, or to finish the garden, whatever area it is, you need to write your list mm. of exactly what it is that you need. And you need to stay at home and do your research on the internet. Don't head out to the shops to buy your stuff and think, it's like going to Coles to buy, um, say, a packet of, I don't know, packet of Tim Tams at Coles. Yep. I want to buy a packet of Tim Tams. I must be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so you go into Coles and you know that Tim Tams are pretty much the same price at most supermarkets. So whether it's going to be IGA, Aldi, uh, Coles, Woolies, they're all going to be pretty much the same price. So you go to Coles to buy them and you see there that they're $2, I don't know, $2.50. Mm-hmm. And then you buy your Tim Tams and you go home. And then you happen to pull out of the letterbox your Woolies catalogue and see that they're actually on special for $1.50. Do your research before you leave home. Okay. Don't, like, do your research on the road. No. In the tile shop. No. So you've got your plan. You've got your list of everything that you want to buy. So you've got, you know, I want these tiles. I want this paint. I want this rug. I want this cushion. Sit at home. Spend the hours on scrolling through your phone or scrolling through your computer and work out where am I going to find that for the best price because that way you've educated yourself about how much you should be paying. So if you go somewhere and you see it and it's a lot less, you know that you're on a bargain. Great. Love it. Do your research (laughs) at home. At home. (laughs) We're going to go for a quick break and when we come back, we are going to explore some more tips and advice around finding a bargain for your home improvement or home reno project, but still getting exactly what you want. That's coming up next. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on RPPFM. Jody, you've got some really smart bargain tips for outdoor areas, for gardens. I do. <laughs> I have created a garden that's actually very, very pretty. I walk out my front door and I look at it and think, wow, this is really pretty. But I haven't actually paid for a lot of the plants that I've put in there. So I've got some amazing rose bushes that I got for free. I didn't steal them. I didn't steal these. (laughs) I got them on Marketplace, on Facebook Marketplace. So I do a search, free, free. And the people are pulling out gardens and I actually went out on a 40 degree day and pulled out four heritage rose bushes wow I know I was <laughs> stunned that I'd done it myself <laughs> so I'm out there with my spade and my mattock and I'm digging out these rose bushes um a, a guy who's been doing some garden work for me um mainly taking away stuff to green waste to the tip he put some rose bushes up on marketplace one day and a few other people jumped in but I sent him a message and said hey David 
I'd really like those rose bushes if no one else wants them. So <laughs> next thing I know, I get this message half an hour later from him. I'm on my way to your place. And I was actually out at the time and I come home to find these four absolutely massive rose bushes lying in my backyard. They're beautiful. That's amazing. <laughs> um, cuttings is a good one. So cuttings from different things. Awesome piece of stuff to have just in the cupboard is rooting powder. So just have rooting powder just have on rooting hand. have rooting powder on hand. Yeah. And the little, um, you know those egg egg carton type material yeah. little pots? Yeah. Yeah, and a bag of seed raising mix. And every time you get a cutting, dip it in the powder, put it in the seed raising mix in your little compostable or composable egg carton thing yeah those things yeah, yeah. they've got a name i don't just don't know what they're called jiffy pots i think they are yeah i know the ones that you're yeah. talking about it is that egg carton yeah, material and you can plant that straight into the garden so oh, your perfect. plant your your seedling has got its own protected thing that it can start to grow in if you really wanted to put something over the top of it use a two liter soft drink bottle and cut the bottom off take the lid off so it's got something to protect it from creatures that might sneak in mm. And there you go, free plants. Easy. Oh, I yes. love their great yes. tips. Um, I've got a, a hedge, so a box hedge that I really wanted a box hedge. Uh, couldn't afford the $5 each plant for my, I worked out to be about 50 metres of hedging that I wanted because I just went over the top. I thought I want it there and 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 it just kept going. And You're like I me went, with my hedging. Mm, that's a lot of metres. Yeah. I found um, some mature hedging plants somewhere that I walk regularly and when I go for a walk, I take my little shopping bag with me and I come home with a little bag of cuttings. <laughs> I'm helping with the pruning, but I'm not, I'm not destroying any plants or anything like that. I'm actually just, you know, taking the bits that are hanging off the edge. And I found on Pinterest, actually, I thought, how do I take the cuttings? Because I kept walking past these hedges thinking, that's exactly what I want. Now, what am I going to, how do I strike a cutting from a hedge? Is there a special way to do it? And... Um, one of the tips was just to put a whole lot of cuttings, so just a whole lot of sticks off the hedge, put them all in the same thing, and very quickly you have a proper plant. Oh, wow. So I got onto eBay and I bought, I think I bought 150 Jiffy Pots. <laughs> they arrived. I'm, oh, yes, I can do this now. So I've got all my little cuttings growing in the Jiffy Pots free. Can't tell you where I walk. Okay. <laughs> or else everyone will be walking there helping or with else the they pruning. Might have their security cameras out. <laughs> That's her. That's the one. She's got the dog and the pet. And the, the You're bag like, I and... am assisting. This is a community service here. Yes. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, I think it is too. That's our story, and we're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. <laughs> so, we're talking about bargains, but. Is there anything where it, it pays to spend a bit more money? Um, window furnishings. Okay. Funny I should say that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, I would spend more money on window furnishings than I would spend on cushions or um, even furniture. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I would buy good quality furniture. I'm not a fan of... Um, I hate to say this, but I'm not a fan of cheap furniture like um, 
definitely not a fan of Kmart furniture. I'm actually not a fan of buying a lot of Kmart stuff to start with, simply because it's small. So it's on trend. It's on trend for last season. They're always going to be a season behind. But it's also a lot smaller than what you'll see. So you'll see your um, interiors, you know, posts come up on Instagram and it's all on trend, on trend, on trend. And Kmart will follow those trends, but the pieces are small. Oh, to save money? Yeah. Right, on materials. Um, So I would be inclined to buy quality furniture, but I wouldn't go over the top. I wouldn't go to the top of the range furniture, unless, of course, that's what you want Um, and there's nothing wrong with wanting it I mean that's beautiful stuff and it will last last a long time but if you've got um, if you've got kids or you're just trying to get everything done all at once I would go for middle in Mm -hmm. furniture but I wouldn't I wouldn't um, scrimp on window furnishings because you want window furnishings that are going to do the job so you want to be able to block out light you want to be able to block out heat um, you want them to look good. But with window furnishings, you need to be sure that you are using the right materials for, for whatever it is. So um, let's say, for instance, block out curtains. Now, a lot of people will go rushing off to Spotlight and buy their backed curtaining. The backed curtaining will never give you the quality or the amount of block out that you need for a hot summer, for well, for Australian sun. It'll make the room darker, um, not even a lot darker, but it'll make it darker, but it won't stop the heat from coming through. You need to have the two layers. So you need to have your separate lining and your fabric. Oh. So don't scrimp on that. The, the heat gets trapped in between, which is why you get air and... Yeah. <laughs> Whack, because window furnishings is often sort of a last it is afterthought. Very much, yeah. But it's so important. And think of how much, if you've got the right curtains, think of how much money you could save on cooling. Exactly. Your, your heat loss through the windows or the cold air that comes through the windows, um, the, the hot sun on, your, on the glass is... That just makes the house so much hotter. If you darken your room, and even if you're going to darken your room with a sheer curtain, like just that that light filtering, it does make a difference in the hot sun. Um, But, yeah, you do need to think about... Window furnishings. (laughs) Yeah, and also people think about... This might sound... I might be reaching here, but no, I'm not. Think about your quality of life, right? Because I have... attempted to sleep before in a room we in our old house we had the neighbor's light security light shining right into our bedroom and we didn't have we didn't invest enough money in our window furnishings (laughs) and I really struggled with my sleep for ages until Mm. we got really good block out curtains and I honestly felt the difference like it can be it can be a bit life-changing yeah it really can hey we've got a couple of signature questions that I ask all of all of the guests and the first one is what is your favorite architectural or interior design style from a bygone era okay I've got a few Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I really love the work of um, Frank Lloyd Wright. I I really love the warmth 
and the naturalness that comes with that. But at the opposite end of that, I really like um, something that's traditional. I don't. I'm not a fan of um, of the real period, heavy, heavy looking. You know, um, I'm not a fan of that. Really but, dark, really yeah, heavy, I'm really not, strong. No. Yeah, I, I'm not against dark furniture. I actually have quite a few dark furniture pieces mm-hmm. in my house, but I really love the look of those dark furniture pieces against a dark wall. Mm-hmm. So a navy wall or a dark green. Um, I really love the look of that, that that warmth. I like warmth, I think. Warmth, yeah. yeah. Um, I really love Australian country. I'm not a fan of the American country, which to me is very fabric-y and dried flower arrangements. It's not something that I'm comfortable with, <laughs> but I love the Australian country because it's fresh and it's livable. I yeah. think that's the number one thing about it is that it's livable. And, yeah, from architectural style, it would be something like Frank Lloyd Wright where it's it's livable, it's warm, it's rustic without being dirty rustic. Yeah, and without being too, <laughs> cu- rustic. And without being too cute as well. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's, it's real. real. I like things to be very real. And what does the phrase dream home mean to you? Oh, well... <laughs> Do you watch Escape to the Chateau? <laughs> <laughs> I love what they've done. And that what Angel and Dick have done with that, that old building, they've created something that is their dream. That, and it looks stunning. And the way that Angel, um, you know, everything she does is quite eclectic. And it goes. It just goes. I would love to get a book of of the of what they've done because I sit close to the television just looking at it wishing I could replay it and just see that room over and over again that to me is a dream home because they've done exactly what they want to do and they've made it look beautiful and like a home dream home is doing exactly what you want to do with it and making it look beautiful yes. and like a home I love somewhere that somewhere that you can just be yourself love comfortable. it because if you can't you never be yourself, have to go outside. you never have to go outside. <laughs> if you can't be yourself at home, where can you be yourself? Exactly. Nowhere. Well, thank you so much, Jody, for coming in. I really appreciate you drive <laughs> doing the mission in here, and thank you so much for sharing so much value with uh, my listeners. I know there's heaps of actionable tips there, and people are going to be saving heaps of money but still getting exactly Exactly. what they want. Yes. And I'm excited about that. Thanks, Jo. Now, if people want to find you, follow you, get in touch with you, how can they do that? So um, my website is all the Ws, (laughs) loveofhome.com.au. I also have an Instagram and a Facebook, which have both got the same address, which is Love of Home Australia. Well, and the podcast is coming in 2020 with joe as a guest (laughs) (laughs) i will let you know when it's out so i will let you know on the dream home movement facebook page and instagram account as well now if you're listening to the podcast version of this show jody's podcast might already be out so i'll I'll just i'll do like a little pre-recorded thing i'll let people know and we'll have the link in the show notes so well it's hard when you're dealing with the future (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us again. When we come, you're very welcome. (laughs) Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on RPPFM. Until next week, I hope that your dream home projects are going well and thank you so much for joining me. That's all for now. Bye.